Hello and uh, welcome to my week 13 DFS Couch Gameplays. We're doing things a little differently. You Usually you would see me upload my Zoom video onto YouTube. Well, tonight we're just doing it straight from YouTube. So, howdy y'all. It's uh, Big D here and you know what time it is. It's time for my week 13 DFS Couch Gameplays. Edition of the Big D podcast. <laughs> As you can see, this uh, live stream is taking place on the Spunky Sports YouTube page. While you're here, please uh, follow, give us a like, subscribe, and share all your positive feelings about my uh, YouTube page. Also, if you want to check out the audio edition of this podcast, please please check out uh, Spotify and Apple because uh, what's better than listening to this, not just on the YouTube page, but the audio page. So, be honest, the Week 13 DFS slate is one of the oddest slates I've ever seen. I mean, there was so much running back value, and I'll tell you about my favorite running back plays this weekend, but to me, there's one game in particular with so much value in it, I can't wait to tell you about It's the uh, late afternoon game between the Washington football team and the Las Vegas Raiders. To me, this game has got every kind of value position we need. We've got quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. What else could you want? Except maybe a cheap defense, but unfortunately I'm not sure there's a cheap defense. But to me, starting off with my favorite DFS cash game play of the week. Derek Hall. He's Derek Hall 6-1. We know how effective Derek Hall can be as the passer. We saw what he did against the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Well, the Washington football team's like one of the worst pass defense in the NFL. Can't stop the pass. I think they're like dead 32nd in pass defense. Yeah, dead last. And when the Raiders play well, Derek Hall plays. So generally, if Derek Hall's throwing for over 300 yards, you want, you want him in your lineup. Made a lot of made people a lot of money on Thanksgiving, but yet his price never seems to go up more than a hundred bucks or so. I mean, six K against a crappy pass defense with no other concerns in in Vegas. Derek Hall is not just the cash play quarterback of this game, but my favorite cash game quarterback of the entire slate. At running back. I love Antonio Gibson this week. I mean, at first I'm like, why is Antonio Gibson getting so much love? Well, Antonio Gibson may be the most under, may may have the, the hottest three weeks people have not seen in a while. A couple weeks ago against the Bucks, he scored two touchdowns. Yeah, people don't rush for two touchdowns against the Bucks. Two weeks ago against the Panthers, 19 for 95, five yards average. Monday night against the Seattle Seahawks, 29 carries, 111 yards, and 
probably my favorite news for, for this game. Seven targets. Now, yes, you may think Jaden McKissick's the pass catching back in Washington. Yes, but Jaden McKissick's not playing. He's got a he's got an an injury. So Antonio Gibson will get more receiving targets. Will he get seven? Probably not. Could he get three, four, five, six? I think that's very possible. I think that is very possible this week. No other concerns in Vegas. Um, can Antonio Gibson get 100 yards, touchdown, four, four or five targets? Absolutely. That's all you want from a sub-16 running back. And uh, now, how about Derek Hall's trusty sidekick, Hunter Renfro? One of my favorite players in the NFL. I've watched Hunter Renfro for a long time, ever since he was <laughs> freshman at Clemson. Whether it was the Sean Watson, Trevor Lawrence, or now Derek Hall, Hunter Renfro is that security blanket over the middle of the field. And as he proved on Thanksgiving, with 134 receiving yards, everybody took notice. And uh, Renfro's got, what, eight targets and four out of his last five games. The Raiders do a good job exploring the middle of the field. with, And with Renfro, could he get double-digit targets? Not out of the question. I mean, if you ask me, I'd probably say seven, ten targets. Could he find the end zone? Could he get go seven for 90 and maybe score a touchdown? And the reason why I like Renfro is for sub 6K, you really want at least eight, seven, eight, nine, ten targets. Because generally, if you get that many targets, you could pretend you're just a PPL monster, particularly on a site like DraftKings where it's one point per reception. Those points add up, and then all of a sudden you look and think, well, Renfro's at. 18, 19 points, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, not bad. And uh, maybe not my favorite catch plan, but I think if you go, if you need a cheap wide receiver, or if you're looking to double stack, maybe play this in like a GPP. I think Zay Jones at 3200 is a really interesting play because Zay Jones got seven targets in the last game. Seven targets at 3200 bucks. That's not bad. You could do worse than Zay Jones. I mean, yeah. 34. I mean, uh, Josh Reynolds is probably the punt wide receiver this week at 3400 bucks. But I think Zay Jones at 3200 makes a lot of sense, too. If you get in that many targets, all he needs is one big play. And Zay Jones could be that big play. I mean, true, Deshaun Jackson made a bunch of big plays on Thanksgiving. But Zay Jones cannot be forgotten. And now, quite possibly, not just the catch game play of the week, but maybe the entire year. Boston were at 2700 bucks, And you may think, who the heck is Foster Moreau? Well, he's the Raiders' backup tight end. And yes, Darren Wall is a great, particularly pass-catching tight end when he's healthy. Unfortunately, Wall is not playing on Sunday with a bum knee. So, 
It's his Foster Marone Chalk Weekend, and the last time Marone started was, I believe, week uh, seven. We caught all six of his targets for six yards and a touchdown against the Philadelphia Eagles at the mid-price that week. So, will he get will he get all catch all of his targets again? We'll see. But I mean, at twenty seven hundred, you're looking for at least eight points. But be honest, if I'm, I mean, Moreau's going to be like stupid owned in cash games. He's going to be stupid owned in GPPs. He's the guy you want in your catch game because he opens up so much value. You can play the expensive wide receivers. You can play expensive tailbacks. You could jam in anybody you want. And more importantly, if Moreau goes off, there's a good chance Dale Cole is going off. And yeah, you may think, well, Stafford's not the best thing in catch games. It might be if you've got Two guys costing you less than nine grand. But a couple of my favorite cash game plays in general, starting at quarterback, I think Tom Brady makes a lot of sense. And what could be a shooting on that fast Mercedes Benz Stadium turf? I mean, true, Brady's more expensive than Derek Hall, but. We know the Bucks like to throw the football, and generally, if Tom Brady's playing well, he's doing it through the air. We know Brady's not going to be running much, but uh, you can't go wrong with the GOAT, especially what could be a shootout. Another potential shootout could be the L.A. Chargers, Cincinnati Bengals, and uh, I really like uh, Justin Herbert. I think he's, what, 6,700? Herbert's just, yeah, Herbert's probably a better GPP play, but I don't think he's a bad catch play either because Herbert's got the possibility of going over 300 yards, so he gets you the 300-yard bonus and get you multiple touchdowns. And, yes, everybody remembers what the Broncos did on the ground last week, but even that game, Justin Herbert played well enough to win. Let me see. He scored. Let me see. He threw for 303 yards, two touchdowns. and got 24.72 DF at DK points. And he gets probably a better matchup in Cincinnati. I'm not, I don't think, I mean, there may be a little weather involved, but I, th- I think Justin Irvin, especially because he played at Oregon, should be fine, whatever weather happens there. Plus, I mean, yeah, Cincinnati dominated Pittsburgh last week, but I'm not sure Big Ben's... I don't think Big Ben's quite in the Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert category yet, and at this point of his career. But uh, now switching from quarterback to running back, and oh, my Lord. <laughs> this might be the most insane catch game slate I've seen in a long time figuring out who not to play. But, uh, I mean, John and Taylor, nine grand. I've, I went back and forth between Cooper Cup and Taylor. I think Taylor still makes for an interesting play. Probably a better tournament play now with all the cheaper running backs. But Taylor's 
man amongst boys right now, especially with the Colts, a big favorite against the Texans. I think Austin Eckler, I mean, also, you, you can never go wrong with Austin Eckler, right? I mean, he can be a runner. He can be a receiver. Heck, if they probably needed to, Eckler could probably throw the ball. <laughs> I mean, Austin Eckler's so much fun. And it, and uh, especially this game's a shootout. You you never know. Her, I mean, LA may just throw the ball to Herbert a little screen and let him take it in the end zone. But um, don't, Mr. Madison is also an interesting play. Probably a bit better tournament play with all the other cheap running backs. But remember, no Dalvin Cook. With a shoulder injury, and we know the choice susceptible on the ground, and Minnesota loves to pound the rock, so it'd be a big Alexander, a big Madison day. But uh, enough, uh, enough of that. Let me let me tell you about my favorite running back values. Uh, Elijah Mitchell is. So much fun to watch with the San Francisco 49ers. Do you realize he's run the ball 54 times in the last two weeks? 54! And uh, did you see Antonio Gibson run the ball against the same Seattle defense on Monday night? Yeah, he ran for over 100 yards. So now you've got Mitchell in a good matchup without Debo Samuel. And the 49ers love to run the ball. And he's 6K. Yeah. I really like Mitchell this one. I really like James Conner at 5,900. Because Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins are still iffy. And uh, I believe there's a chance Conner could be a workhorse, particularly if there are weather concerns. You can just hand the ball to Connor 20, 22 times and just say, go get him, big boy. Uh, Jamal Williams at 5,400 sets, sets up as a really good play because DeAndre Swift's out, as we saw on Thanksgiving. Jamal Williams is a capable receiver back. He got five targets, ran the ball 15 times. So is that potential for 20, maybe even more touches? Yeah, I think Jamal Williams could touch the ball 20, 22 times on Sunday. And now the big injury question to me is whether Dale Henderson plays. Because if Henderson doesn't play, Sony Michelle could be another stupid, stupid all in some value at 4,300. I mean, the Rams are what a 12 and a half point favorite against my Jacks. We've got no chance of stopping the Rams on the run. No chance in you-know-what. Doesn't matter. Dale Henderson, Sony Michelle, heck, put Marshall Falk back there. We got with Steven Jackson back there. We've got no chance of stopping them on the ground. But um, I really think Sony Michelle could be in that Foster Moreau group, especially if Henderson out, and it's very questionable when at wide receiver now, uh, let me state the obvious. Cooper Cup's amazing, especially this year. That guy is amazing. Do you realize this year Cooper Cup 
has gone has received double digit targets in every game but one. Everybody's and some people will say, yeah. His week twelve was disappointing. Seven for ninety-six on ten targets. For eighteen and point sixty kick points. And that's a bad thing. And yes, some people will say, well, what is the what if the Rams get up by 40 points? Let's see. Against the Houston Texans, he went 7 for 115 a touchdown. Against the Detroit Lions, 10 for 156 and two touchdowns. Against the crappy New York Giants, 9 for 130 and two touchdowns. Uh, yeah. Cooper Cup is the expensive wide receiver to use this weekend. Uh, I mean, there are a couple of good ones. Chris Godwin, I think, is fine, even though he hissed off everybody last week. But, uh, between 57 and 5,800, there are three. Fun cash game wide receivers this week. Uh, y'all, I already talked to you about Renfro. I really like Michael Pittman this weekend at 5,700. Despite only catching four balls last week, he still got double digit targets. Capable of 15, like he did again against the Titans, so he can be a little streaky. But if the Colts throw the ball, Michael Pittman. Generally, option A in the cold attack. And T. Higgins finally got that breakout game last week. Six for 114 and a score. If you've been using T. Higgins, and trust me, I've been using T. Higgins. He finally broke out last week. But yet, his price tag didn't really go up like I thought it would. I thought it would have been in and around 6K if not more expensive, but he's still pretty affordable at 5800 A couple of my favorite value plays, uh, I really like Josh Reynolds. I mean, he can be a talking monster. Reynolds and Golf clearly still have that camaraderie from the time with the LA Rams. So if you need a cheap, and I mean cheap wide receiver, Reynolds is probably your guy. And on the tight end, I mean, I already told you about um, Moore. I think he's really interested. I think he is the uh, cash game lock of the week, 2,700. But if you don't want to use more or maybe want to maybe double stack tight end, maybe James O'Shaughnessy at 2,600 makes a lot of sense. We have like third cheap wide tight end and flex and just play everybody else. You could literally play anyone else. And at defense, I think they're all three good ones to use. Uh, Billy at 3,600 against Zach Wilson. The Jets, Jets all turn all mess offensively. They're just a mess. So I really like Philly, Arizona. I mean, I think Andy Dalton's playing, but really like Arizona's defense. And then uh, Miami at 3,300 against Michael and with Daniel Jones on the sideline. I really like the way Miami's played the last couple weeks. And I don't see any 
Don't see anything change. So, in all, my cat's game lineup is looking right now, and knock on wood, it is Friday night. Things can change before Sunday afternoon, but my cat's game lineup right now is looking like Derek Cole, Jamal Williams, Antonio Gibson, Cooper Cup. Michael Pittman Jr., Hunter Renfro, Foster Moreau, Elijah Mitchell, and Miami Dolphins defense. I'm not exactly sure if that will be my final lineup on Sunday, but that's the lineup I'm going with my right now. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Have a very happy, lucky, winning Week 13, and I'll see you. Later.